Ah, welcome to Movie Magic. We would be honored if you would join us. Five, six, eight. Five, one thousand. Four, one thousand. Three, one thousand. I am the father. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Are you one of those single tier people? All the dogs in King's Landing howl through the night. They cry out for their true queen. Name's Bond, James Bond. One of them leads to the castle at the center of the labyrinth, and the other one leads to certain death. <gasps> Go ahead, make my day. He sounds like quite a man. A passenger has died on the train. Who gave the order to kill me? Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM, 89.3. Commence primary ignition. Black Adam is finally out in the cinemas. It was eight years ago that The Rock was announced to play the lead role, and when I heard nothing after that, I thought, uh, it was probably a rumor, and then I forgot about it. So life went on, and after many superhero movies, Black Adam has finally arrived. Now, you might be wondering, why does Black Adam have the same lightning logo on his chest just like Shazam? It begins with a backstory of... uh, let's say some mumbo-jumbo set in uh, 2600 BCE in a fictitious Middle Eastern or uh, North African, well, I don't really know, but it is fictitious, but it's in that kind of a land. And this land is called Kangdang. At first, just by looking at it, you might think it's, hey, it's an Indiana Jones movie, Ah, but it's not. This fictitious place, Kangdang, is where a tyrant named Aktong played by Marwan Kenzari, enslaves his subjects to dig for a mineral called Eternium. Now, what's the value of this mineral? Well, it's priceless, but has superpower properties, and Aktong wants this mineral to make a crown. But it takes one of his subjects to be rebellious, and he gets his countrymen to revolt. With his own superheroic power that's summoned with the word Shazam, he does something to Aktong and the palace that he resides in. Now, I'm not going to tell you what he does, as that'll be a spoiler. Fast forward, or should I say flash forward, to present-day Kangdag. It is occupied by a paramilitary crime ring called Intergang. Adriana, played by Sarah Shahi, with her teenage son, Amon, played by Bodhi Sabongui, are searching among remote ruins uh, for that superpower crown. When Intergang follows and attacks them, she summons Shazam, the hero of, yep, you guessed it, 2600 BCE. Death Adam, also known as Black Adam, played by Dwayne Johnson. Now, he's been in an underground tomb for more than 4,000 years. I know. It's silly, and my mum wouldn't watch this far-fetched movie. But my mother is not the target audience. It's meant for those who like fantasy, science fiction, and, of course, comic book heroes. The superhero Black Adam, if you watch the trailer, well, he's supposed to be a good guy, and he goes around killing the bad guys. But the bad guys are people, and people are not to be killed by the good guys. And this is when the other superheroes from the DC Universe are summoned to stop him. They're called the Justice Society. 
and they consist of Carter Hall, a.k.a. Hawkman, played by Eldis Hodge. And his character's costume? Well, it's very CGI. It's so obvious with the wings and the beak. Ken Nelson, a.k.a. Dr. Fate, is played by Pierce Brosnan, who, by means of his golden helmet, can see the future. Maxin Hunkel, a.k.a. Cyclone, is played by Quintessa Swindell. Now, I don't need to spell out what her superpower is, but if I must, well, she swells up devastating green windstorms. And Al, a.k.a. Atom Smasher, played by Noah Centineo, um, he can expand his size taller than the building in Shenton Way. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. Is this movie any good? Well, I can say that this film tackled the flaws of the superhero concept. Because you see, heroes tend to go to places to help when a tyrant is ruling the country illegally. And when the system is broken and some criminals won't just, you know, stay in prison, well, this one shows that maybe they deserve execution. Now, other critics might have given this movie a bad rating, but this can be entertaining, especially when we're in a time where the cinemas are saturated with superhero movies. I actually have superhero fatigue, and I am an avid comic book collector. I have a wall full of comics, and I used to get my weekly dose of comics from Comic Mart in Serene Center, you know, the one in Bukitima. They would hold on to the comics I like, and when I visited them, they would, you know, pull it from the drawer and say, hey, we kept this for you. I had excellent service from them. Now, I'll touch on the comic book business in Singapore and around the world in just a bit. But first, let's get back to Black Adam. Dwayne Johnson is good in this role. And although he was put on a pedestal for this, they didn't have to do it because he is good for the character he is portraying. If you like superhero films, then you'll find this entertaining while still keeping the superhero film formula. Uh, there's lots of action, and although I said that uh, you can tell that Hawkman's costume was, you know, kind of CGI, in fact, very CGI, um, the rest of the visual effects were actually quite good. It's not a date movie, but a movie to just hang out with a bunch of friends. If you're taking younger children to watch this movie, just be forewarned that there might be some scary scenes, like a spirit ritual, so to speak. It's kind of demonic. And then there's also some political messages in this film. Well, filmmakers tend to do that to make their message heard. Avatar is one good example. Pierce Brosnan's role as Dr. Fate is tremendous too. And don't leave the cinema when the movie is over. Wait for the end credits to roll because there's more. So coming up on Movie Magic, I'll touch very briefly on the comic industry. And oh, I almost forgot. In Black Adam, look out for a character from the sitcom Happy Days. Money FM 89.3. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. If you tuned in from the beginning of the show, you would have heard me talk about the latest superhero movie, Black Adam. Oh, I nearly said Black Adder. Well, that's an entirely different genre. Now, if you missed what I said earlier, well, not to worry. Uh, you can always subscribe to Movie Magic's podcast, available on most of the podcast streaming platforms. Just Google Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, and it will show up. And while you're there, please give it a like. It won't cost you anything, but it would help. 
with the growth of the listenership. Black Adam, as you know, is a superhero movie, and before superheroes um, made it to the big screen, they were alive in comic books and graphic novels, and they still are. So I used to visit Comic Mart in Serene Center before it closed down. I miss it dearly because of the good service I received. Now, there are other comic stores in Singapore that are still around, and I hope you pay them a visit and support them. Now, if I'm not mistaken, Absolute Comics and GNB Comics are still around, but they face stiff competition from digital comics. Well, for me, I like to hold the actual paper comic or graphic novel physically in my hands as I turn the pages carefully using white cotton gloves because in that way, the comics are kept in pristine condition. So why does it have to be in pristine condition? Why do I read comics this way? I'll tell you in just a bit. Now, back when I was growing up, we weren't allowed to read comics in school. Parents didn't want us to read comics either because of the so-called negativity in them. In fact, in the 60s, in, no, late 60s, I would say, comics such as X-Men, The Avengers and Spider-Man were banned in Singapore because it was deemed to be an unhealthy influence containing themes of horror, violence, suspense and fantasy. But now, it's a whole different ballgame. Reading comics means that your child is reading. I know some might argue that they are just turning the pages and looking at the art instead of reading. But even doing that, it means that they are using their imagination. It also could mean that they are appreciating visual art and might be a renowned artist one day. Who knows? Now, we grew up with books that had colorful pictures. Well, comics are colorful too, except for the black and white ones. But other than that, they are very colorful. And get this, comic books are an investment. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. If you have a first copy of a comic, it might be worth a lot of money if it is kept in pristine condition. A comic book can even go up in price just like buying stocks. Because at the time of release, it can be just $2.00. But by the end of the day, it might be $20. And who knows, over the years, the prices will just go up, up and up. So it is an investment if you know which comics to buy and stock up. And if it doesn't go up in price, well, it doesn't matter. You can always read them, which is another investment. Reading, yep, reading stories. The National Arts Council has been very supportive of the comic scene by bringing acclaimed comic writers like Neil Gaiman, Mark Wade, and Gail Simone. This shows that the comic culture is more widely accepted now, and the recent comic book-based movies have also boosted sales. However, it's not enough to keep a comic store going because of the rent. So I urge you to support these comic stores in Singapore and around the world so that young teenagers can just go in there and browse through the pages or maybe buy a comic or two. It is better than them hanging out with bad company. Comics can also bond parents and children. I know because that's one thing I have in common with my sons. And from comics come movies, and from movies come themes and songs that we can all relate to.
Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. Now, if you had enough of superhero movies, or superhero movies are you know, just not your cup of tea, then may I recommend a movie that you will like? It's directed by Ruben Osland. He's from Sweden, yeah, yeah, and he has directed quite a few indie movies. In fact, he likes to write and direct his own movies. The Square in 2017 was one of his best comedies, and from it springs Triangle of Sadness, which is in a theater near you, and I'll tell you where it might still be playing. This movie is about the super-rich, and they are portrayed as obnoxious, obscene, and repulsive. Of course, not all super-rich people behave like this, but I'm sure you have come across people that do. It is a blunt and audacious film that takes a dig at the super-rich. Some scenes are so gross that after you squirm in your seats, you will burst out in laughter. For those of us who have to work really hard to make the super-rich even richer, then this movie is a sweet revenge dream movie. This is the kind of movie that you must watch with a bunch of friends so that you can all laugh out loud together. Now, I can imagine the writer-director thinking, take no prisoners, because in this comedy... He goes all out. Think of this movie as the Titanic meets Lost meets Gilligan's Island. Well, uh, that's all I'm saying without any spoilers. So call your friends, have some drinks, you know, somewhere where you can walk to the Picture House cinema and watch this amazing movie. The Picture House is the art house theater that is owned by The Projector. I guess it's best that you log on to The Picture House's webpage to find out about the timings and to see if this film is still playing. Triangle of Sadness is one movie that will keep you laughing and talking about the scenes long after you've left the cinema. And remember, go in as a group so that you can share your emotions of grossness and happiness. I'm Colin Gomez, and this episode of Movie Magic featured two separate genres, you know, one, a superhero movie, and the other, a comedy that pokes fun at the super rich. Yeah, you know, two super movies. I know revenge should not be sweet, but sometimes it's just nice. Money FM 89.3